things are gonna get weird. I've never heard of a case where the kidnappers drop their victim at the front door of their house. No, weirder. Shut up about my esophagus. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, January 17th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. One might say that Lindsay Lohan felt personally victimized by a joke in the new Mean Girls movie. A representative for the Parent Trap actress tells EW that the performer is not happy after writer and star Tina Fey's musical adaptation of her 2014 comedy classic included a joke that seemingly referenced a difficult moment from the OG star Lohan's past. In the movie, Megan the Stallion is seen in a social media post describing the Christmas-inspired outfit worn by Katie Heron, played by Lohan in the 2004 version, but and Gary Rice in the 2024 film as having Y2K fire crotch vibes. The joke is a clear nod to a paparazzi video from the mid-aughts in which Paris Hilton's friend Brandon Davis referred to Lowen as fire crotch amid the star's reported feud at the time. In an email to EW, Lowen's rep says, quote, Lindsay was very hurt and disappointed by the reference in the film. EW has reached out to distributor Paramount and representative for Faye for comment. Speaking of Faye, could the next head honcho at 30 Rock be the creator of 30 Rock? Lorne Michaels seems to think so. The longtime Saturday Night Live executive producer discussed who might take over the show when he inevitably retires and confirmed that Tina Fey is in the running. After Faye's name was mentioned during an interview with Entertainment Tonight on the Emmy's red carpet on Monday, Michael said, quote, it could easily be Tina Fey, but you know, there are a lot of people who are there now who are also, you know, implying that there are numerous quality options to take the reins. Michaels went on to praise the 30 Rock writer, saying, Tina's brilliant and great at everything. She's a very important person in my life. In the same interview, Michaels also reasserted that he plans to stick with the show for at least another year, which would be the show's 50th. And it seems the Emmys are no longer must-see television. The 75th Primetime Emmy Awards were watched by 4.3 million people Monday night on Fox, marking the ceremony's lowest viewership number since records have been kept. That, according to preliminary Nielsen data. Final ratings will be released today with a bump expected. The previous low was the 5.9 million viewers notched by the most recent ceremony in 2022. Monday show faced stiffer competition than usual, by the way, having been delayed from a traditional August or September slot due to last year's Hollywood writers and actor strikes. The evening's counter-programming included an NFL playoff game featuring the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as well as the Iowa Republican caucuses. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. What happens when the truth is too wild to be believed? It's a question asked in our number three pick today, the series debut of American Nightmare. The new docuseries looks back to a 2015 home invasion that got national attention. Denise Huskins and her boyfriend Aaron Quinn woke in the middle of the night as their home was broken into and Huskins was kidnapped. Law enforcement couldn't dismiss their account of the story as far-fetched, and what came to light was a twisting tale that was hard to believe. Here's a trailer. 
Emergency. My girlfriend, me, got kidnapped last night. And you didn't call last night when this occurred? I was tied up. Tell me what happened. I wake up. Bright light blinding us. Taser goes off. And I see they're wearing wetsuits. What, what did they swim in? So what happens next? That has to need to tie my hands down my back. Did she like discover something? Sean text messages. She mad? Oh, she's cheating. There's blood in your house. Do you know where she is? I didn't do anything. Yeah, you did. Oh my God, it's her. I just got a message. She's walking over to my house. I've never heard of a case where the kidnappers drop their victim at the front door of their house. We thought she's this innocent victim. She looks more like a suspect. Police now wondering, is Huskins a real-life gone girl? The three-part docuseries mixes reports, archival footage, and interviews to tell a story that will even surprise viewers who remember the story. All three episodes of American Nightmare are available to stream today on Netflix. Number two. It's not easy being the new housewife on the block. Well, okay, maybe for some people it is. You are Reality Von Tees. I know you're Reality Von Tees. That's not true entirely. But not everyone's got a reality Von Tees in them. On The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, our number two pick today, freshman housewife Anne-Marie Wiley's not making the greatest first impression, at least not on Sutton's track. Anne-Marie's latched onto Sutton's alleged small esophagus and won't let go. Small esophagus is not the reason. Did you have an eating disorder? A lot of acid reflux or regurgitation can cause scar tissue in your throat. You're implying that she's an eating disorder. I'm not. Eh, you are, Anne-Marie, which is very sensitive territory, particularly for Crystal Kong Minkoff, who's been very open with her own struggles with an eating disorder. Now, we thought Anne-Marie and Sutton had buried the esophageal hatchet, but Anne-Marie, a nurse anesthetist by trade, has anointed herself Sutton's physician and is intent on diagnosing her, while the other ladies watch on in confusion. So why is Anne-Marie coming after Sutton's esophagus? What business is it of hers? And why can't she just let go? Well, she's going to have to if she wants to go on the upcoming trip to Barcelona. Do you want to come to Barcelona? But I don't even want to invite that nurse You already doctor. invited her. Well, she owes me an apology. You invited Seriously. everybody in Anne Marie she, last night. You can't disinvite. I won't. She owes me an apology. Well, Sutton will probably get her apology, but this being Housewives, that definitely won't be the end of Esophagate. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills airs at 8 p.m. tonight on Bravo and streams tomorrow on Peacock. It's trivia time. Kyle Richards is the only original Beverly Hills Housewives cast member who is still on the show, now in its 13th season. 
But which of these three women who were on the show with Richards was the first to lead the show after it debuted? Was it Kim Richards, Adrian Maloof, or Camille Grammer? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick, What to Watch, will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. are changing in Chicago. One Chicago, that is. When the new seasons of Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and Chicago Med premiere, a three for number one today, fans will be saying goodbye to Blake Gallo on fire and preparing to say goodbye to both Fire's Sylvie Brett and PD's Haley Upton throughout the series' respective seasons. But for now, the casts are just excited to be back together. Hey, Shy Hearts. When Chicago's back. You know what's exciting for me after this long break is coming back and seeing all my friends. I know the trope of like, oh, we're a family is overused, but we are like a family. We have been picking up right where we left off. It's like the first day of school. You know, the energy has been buzzing on set. I think there's been a lot of laughter. It's a welcome back for everybody. We are so excited to bring television back to our audiences. It's gonna be the best season we've ever had. Fans are gonna see their favorite characters. Drama, heartbreak, romance. You'll see lots of action. Lots of action. And then you're gonna see some more action. But these new seasons aren't all about goodbyes. Luke Mitchell is joining the cast of Chicago Med in the role of Dr. Ripley, an emergency doctor with a troubled past. Meanwhile, on Chicago Fire, Taylor Kinney is back from his leave of absence, and it doesn't sound like things are great between Kelly and Stella. Well, I won't back down. These guys are the best. That's their whole job. Get me home to my baby. I promise. You can stand me. I basically had to fly to Alabama, put you in handcuffs, and drag you home. I'm here. We're in this together. That's our new ED attending. Dr. Ripley, we've met before. Now, I'm a physician at this hospital. Do not treat me like the boy you knew 20 years ago. Shut down every block between here and med. You okay? Never here. I'm not going anywhere. What is happening? What is happening? Listen up. Mass casualties en route. We do not have a lot of time. Let's do it. Well, prepare for lots of hellos and goodbyes when all three One Chicago shows premiere tonight, starting at 8 on NBC. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of these three women was the first original cast member to leave Beverly Hills Housewives after it debuted? Was it Kim Richards, Adrian Maloof, or Camille Grammer? Well, Kim joined the show with her sister Kyle and was a main cast member for five seasons. She still pops up as a guest. Adrian Maloof left after season three. It was Kelsey Grammer's ex-wife Camille Grammer who exited after season two as she dealt with her divorce from the Frasier star. 
And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. So be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Lester Brathwaite, Samantha Highfill, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to Watch.